Hey everybody, welcome to this episode of Duddies Your Buddy. Safe jobs. When I got out of the army and was down on my luck, I remember being in Maine, in one of the worst economies that state had seen in some time. For reference, right now, May 2022, we are in the highest inflation in 40 years. It wasn't this bad, but it was pretty bad. No one was hiring, and I was forced into living with relatives, which was less than pleasant. And the only way I saw was getting my master's degree with the GI Bill. After some hard looking, I found a job, which in 2020 hindsight, which is always crystal clear, a terrible mistake, working for a tractor dealership. It was probably the worst job I've ever had. It was a father-son outfit that allowed the inmates to run the asylum on its best day. With this catastrophic job choice, I found myself stuck in the worst possible way. Just bought a house, had a kid to feed, and honestly from 7am to 5pm, it was a special kind of hell with people not listening, coworkers starting drama, and customers yelling at you. Even worse, people in the other departments made a point to lie to your face about things that they told the customers which made the customer experiences even that much harder to handle. My late father was talking to me on the phone one day, he was talking about random things and I told him how much I absolutely hated this job, which I kind of regret saying to him because I had no idea he was the one that pulled a favor to get me the job. Yeah. However, he said to me, if you could just think about the outcome of this job and maybe coach a little basketball as well, couple that with owning your own home, how is that a bad life? Instead of thinking, man, he's right, I was thinking, ugh, is that what I am reduced to? See, he was telling me how I was going to get off the farm and go to college and get a job with benefits and do well from a very young age. As much as I would tell him and others I wanted to be a wrestler, I didn't want to do those jobs. The motivation behind him and everyone else poo-pooing the fact I had big dreams and aspirations weren't because I couldn't do it. You see, it's twofold. People who have never had the fortitude to pursue their dreams don't want to see others pursue theirs. But that's not what he was saying in this situation. What he was saying was that I should do something safe. And I should be happy at that dealership living a safe life. See, he inherited a farm and worked on it all but a few years of his life. However, in his mind, for years it was a safe job, a good job, a legacy even, until the price of milk dropped, so his revenue was terrible, and the cost of shipping the milk went through the roof. Next you know, he was selling the farm for pennies on the dollar to an Amish community. He ended up working for his brother as a bread vendor for the last few years of his life. He actually ended up enjoying that job a little bit more than he thought he would due to the fact it came with two days off a week. See, he wasn't used to getting days off on the farm. That's the problem with a dairy farm. You have to milk the calves twice a day, every day, or else they could die. There's no days off for anything, not even Christmas. Many successful people were told by loved ones, parents, guidance counselors, to get an education and pursue jobs that are safe. Jim Carrey even talked about how his father lived and told him the same thing. Jim Carrey said, and I quote, My father could have been a great comedian, 
but he didn't believe that it was possible for him. So he made a conservative choice. Instead, he got a safe job as an accountant. And when I was 12 years old, he was let go from that safe job. And our family had to do whatever we could to survive. I learned many great lessons from my father, not the least of which was that you can fail at a job that you don't want, so you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. So that's what I did. What Hacksaw Jim Duggan said to me many years ago when I was a kid in Bangor, Maine, all of probably 16 years old, I said, Mr. Duggan, I'm going to be a wrestler like you someday. He looked at me with a sincere look in his eyes and said, yep. I can see it in you, but do it smart. You can get hurt. You can have other bad things happen. Educate yourself while you train and work the indie circuit. Have a backup plan, then go all in. I work as an analyst and make decent money to provide money for my obligations, but I also have every spare penny going towards making it as a wrestler. I work and have worked four different TV programs for it this year alone. This past month, I saw Jim Duggan at Heroes and Legends in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and I went up to him, and I said, Mr. Duggan, I'm sorry to bother you, like keep in mind I'm in my full wrestling gear. I continued, but you were the first adult to give me confidence in being a wrestler back in Bangor, Maine many years ago. I wanted to thank you so much for that, and I wanted you to know that I'm here working tonight with you present. He said, all right, kiddo, that takes guts, and I'm glad I could help. I guess what I'm trying to say is there are no safe jobs, but in the grand scheme of things, no one ever remembers that safe person anyhow.